This episode of the Quick Pop Podcast is fueled by Balls Garana Soda. Balls Garana is a highly caffeinated premium soda that is infused with the natural Garana berry for an incredible taste and a super caffeinated kick. Balls has fueled the days and nights of gamers and wrestling fans alike for over 25 years. Balls Garana is available in seven amazing flavors, including Balls Original Soda, Cherry, Root Beer, Orange, Ginger Ale, Cherry Cola, and Balls Zero Sugar. Flavors are offered in the iconic 10-ounce Bumpy Bottle or the sleek 16-ounce can. For a limited time, Balls will offer listeners free shipping on your next order when you purchase at www.balls.com. Use code QUICKPOP at checkout to receive free shipping on your order. Recordings from everybody. Everybody. Right, live, half volume. Oh, I wanted people. Uh, oh, that's weird. Ron's. Okay, never mind. There he goes. I was like, Ron's not uploading. And then he started uh-huh. uploading. Yeah. It was like you just temporarily weren't. Yeah. Uh, all right. Sounds fair. Um. So Jake's introing. Okay. Good. It it seems fair, given that you haven't been here in ages. Yeah. Oh, I'm about to I'm about to find out because another another thing of mine is now I'm going to see who has been on like the most. Uh, who's had like the best streak and all of that? Oh, you fixing to like break some stats downs and stuff? Yeah, but that's gonna take a while because uh, I have to listen to every podcast. Oh, okay, okay. I, I'm I'm on my I'm on my spreadsheet kick again. <laughs> I already know what started it. It was the whole AEW thing, the AEW women. Yeah. That's but, what started your spreadsheet kick. Are we missing two episodes, by the way? Uh, like early on, because we're I mean, celebrating we're celebrating uh sixty nine on episode sixty seven. Oh no! It was uh some of them I didn't like label the number. Oh. Um, and I think there were one or two where we couldn't get the episode up. So like I had the episode, but it never went live. Okay. So I think, uh, there was never that we were like, just, we skipped. It was, there was a rhyme and a reason, especially early on. Okay. And I, and I have one more thing. Mm -hmm. Did we miss an entire season? I don't, or did we combine two seasons? I think we combined two because it wasn't until a certain point because the first, season we did like three episodes it felt like like the, uh first the season ones, we did 11 the the early ones were very like sparse it wasn't until like three or four when we started actually doing like okay daily or at least semi-daily because let's see yeah no the second season was only four episodes but then uh the next episode after was season three baby so that's where i will we started the season 
I will 100% tell you that the early seasons were a hot mess of are we or aren't we on this season. Uh-huh. It wasn't until, like I said, I think about late four or five is when we had like true defined like seasons that we could you know point to. Okay. Because, yeah, so. no, uh, I think we're combining two years as one season if we're doing that. Yes, because of the fact that there were so few uh, episodes that year. It, Be- like I said, it's, Be- it's weird. Between season on. three and four? It was, it was a weird year, okay? I mean, that... Uh, that would have been COVID. Uh, well, 19, uh, between 19... Was it? Um, let's see. Let me go back to keep in mind. It wasn't until like four that I took over. April twenty nine. No, I was gone. Uh, for three seasons or season three. Um, was it that long ago? Yeah, it was, I don't know. Time because season is... season three is when Jake's or season two is when Jake first started like getting into it, and then season three he was the mainstay while I was. Off on excursion. But yeah, no, April 2019 to April 2020 was 41 episodes. April 2020 to uh, April 2021, 50 episodes. So... We were almost perfect. Yeah. I think we took like a week off for Christmas, and then there was probably like a week. We we, we also doubled. We we doubled. Uh, we did two-parters. Oh, yeah, that's true for like Mania and stuff. Yeah. No, like... Checking out all of these, it makes me like it, Mad it at ourselves. Well, not, not that, but it's so funny because we never had a book it or bury it episode two. Did we not? We, we didn't. Hold on. We've done it twice, though. We've done it twice. Yeah. Yeah, but you have a book it or bury it episode three. Oh, so th- what? Yeah, yeah, hold on. That's weird. Wait, uh, saying, episode ep- episode one seventy five, season uh, in November twenty twenty two. We have Book It or Bury It episode three. Ron is like um actualing our own uh, podcast. So, so basically, here. what you're saying is we've done it three times, but we only uh, named the episode Book It or Bury It one and three, and we didn't name it Book It or Bury It. It's possible. This. Oh, you know what? You're it's absolutely possible. right because. <laughs> I th- and, and I'm not just trying to be like, oh, yeah, no, because I didn't screw up. I almost certainly probably screwed up. But <laughs> Jake does make a good point that we only had two Book of the Barriers where that was the episode. Mm-hmm. And like one of them was just like a part of an episode. I think that yeah. was it. I think what it is, like we had a topic, but you were like, oh, uh, it's not long enough to go. And I was like, it's oh, like I, we, could a, I could do a book that book are better. And so we like mixed yeah. it in. That's probably what happened. Yeah, no, I, I saw that. I was like, wait, where was an episode two? And okay. then when we did it again, it was just like, well, it's the third time doing it. So it's episode three. Look, I'm not saying we're smart. Oh, oh, wait, no, 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 no. Here we go. Here we go. So, uh, what was it? November 2022. We had Booker Barriott, episode three. Um, August 2023, Booker Barriott, number two. Okay, now that's just me badly naming stuff. Because that's, yeah, that's 100% just me. So, technically, we've done four episodes of Booker Barriott. All right, look. I do not claim to be a smart individual. <laughs> I, I feel just... sick, though, 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 Ron, because of the last episode, though, the next time we do Book It or Bury It, you have to bring the topics because we have to do, what was it, a, a shoot it or snort it? 
Oh yeah, yeah. I love it. Love it. Yeah. I'm just looking forward to this episode because it's the one where Jake finally claps back. I'm here for it. Well, I'm here for it. Well, guys, right. let's just start. Let's just start, shall we? Yeah. All right. <laughs> um, recording started, so it's it's live whenever you want to start. All right. Give me give me two seconds. Oh, jeez. Oh, we also have to do a quickies for this year. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No. Oh, oh yeah. The quickies. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Yeah. Well, well, let's start thinking about that one. Heck yeah. All right. <clears throat> Oh, with the podcast and all the with Papapotamuses. Is that what our fans are called? I'm a, I'm a guest host now. I don't know these sort of things. Don't you dare be sour. For your quick pop champion and dominant fancy sports enthusiast. Because this is the quick pop podcast. <laughs> That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Don't touch that dial. Don't change that channel. Don't allow me to make old man references acting like this is a TV show when it's actually a podcast. I am that. It is Jake, the one and only. And with me, as always, is the two men that for these past few weeks have been trying to keep this sinking ship afloat. I'm talking about the man that sticks his fingers in all the holes to keep water out of the boat, Raunchy Ron. <laughs> yeah. And the captain, that the only way he knows how to steer the ship is spin in one direction and hope he doesn't hit an iceberg. I'm talking about Babyface Ace. We only know how to turn left around here. That tracks. That tracks. Is is that Tennessee in y'all? That Tennessee in y'all. Is that Tennessee in y'all? Yeah, we only we only no. In that case, would be heavily going to the right. No, I, I love that, I love the fact that uh that Jake said that I you know stick my fingers in all the holes. I appreciate you. Oh, I bet you I mean, do. You're trying to keep the the boat from sinking. That's what I was. Yeah, n- n- yeah, yeah, yeah. I have yeah, to keep no, keep yeah. it keep it completely afloat. Just yeah. I have to do what I can. Just like jam my fingers up in there. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes you. Need I mean, it's it's a little it's a little wet, but you know, I get the job done. You you know what? Well, oh, get the job done, guys. Guys, is this a quick pop record? Uh, me and Ron have been back on the podcast together for less than a minute, and there's already stuff that Ace is considering whether or not he should take out of the episode or not. Right. I'm not gonna. It's, it's a new record. <laughs> it's a new record, boys. How how have you been? How have you all been? Um, dude, I I'm tired. Of, I learned a lot of things about Ron that I never knew before. Wait, what? Okay, hold up, hold up, hold up. What? What? What did you learn? I don't remember. Okay. <laughs> Just like me, it's completely irrelevant. I wouldn't say that. Ron, Ron. No, but no, it has it has been a while. Ron, you are only completely irrelevant when it comes to fantasy sports and any wrestling pickums. That's it. Any besides that, you're, you're great, buddy. You know, no, he's not. He's not wrong. I did beat Ace. You did, but a lot of people lately have. So I wouldn't call that. <laughs> Seriously, like I'm doing. I mean, you're still I'm slated to playoffs. Look. I can, you can make the playoffs all you want, that, but that's not what the news reports on. 
<laughs> yeah, the news reports on me losing uh, two of my starting uh, players uh, for the rest of the season after I... losing another one uh, the week before. I want you to know, I was watching that uh, Chiefs Eagles game live. Uh, well, not live, like live there, like live. Like I sat down, I was at a men's group. We were watching it together. And I was like, heck yeah, we're going to win this. And then they showed uh, the camera. They showed like Mama Kelsey up in the stands and they didn't show Taylor Swift. I was like, oh, they're losing this game for sure. That's wild. But yeah, no, I want to like, Jake has been killing it. Jake has been Jake has been it. killing it. Oh, and oh, before before we even talk about Jake, I did beat you twice uh, last week, Ace. What do you mean twice? Um, I won the uh, basketball uh, week. Oh yeah, you did. You won the basketball yeah. as well. I've yeah. been trying to get better about that. I I think I spoke with Ron about it like an episode or two ago. It's it's taking a lot of getting used to because I'm very used to a football fantasy football mentality of I check it Tuesday. And I check it like Friday morning. See, um, what what I usually do is uh, Monday on my break, I will go and set my lineup for the week. And unless I hear some story about somebody getting injured, I let it ride. Mm-hmm. For, so that, for the I check it like bi weekly. I would say for the basketball. For, for basketball, yeah, that's what I'm saying for basketball. That way, you, you, I, I check it at the uh, uh, beginning of the week. I get my lineup set on Monday. That way, I have everything set for the rest of the week. I mean, I may check in every once in a while, you know, just to check how my team's doing and stuff, obviously. But as far as like the lineup, I don't check it again unless I hear of uh, any injuries or anything. See, and this yeah. is why Jake is dominant. Like, even like checking the stats in our football league, uh, even though he's seven and four, and in, but you know, First place in the world division, second place overall. Hello? He does own uh, the most points in the league. Yeah. So he's doing well, something there. He's he's cooking with Sterno. He's doing something for sure. I mean, but here's the thing. Uh, Jake Jake's a basketball guy, so I, that doesn't surprise me one little bit. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I mean, Jake, Jake might be a stats guy too. So Jake was late to this podcast because of a basketball, basketball game. Yeah. Yeah, switch the t- which no. Let's talk about it. the Tigers did win. The Tigers beat Michigan first round battle uh, battle for Atlanta. Go nice, Tigers! Go. Nice. Heck yeah, go Tigers! Go. That was. I, I can't. I can't say go Tigers go because I'm I'm a kooks person. So hey, you know what? Well, well, wait, wait, to wait, each their wait, own. In college, I'm glad. I'm glad. I'm glad y'all y'all are doing it. Not to each his own. Ron, you're a Houston Tiger or Cougars fan. Yeah. Okay. I need to know this, Ron. How long oh. have you been a Houston Cougars fan? Um, probably about maybe three or four years because I started betting on uh, games. <laughs> no, no, no. That's fine because I'm glad you're being honest because no one that wears Houston here, goes to games or anything, even knew that that team existed before Kelvin Sampson. And. Yeah. I don't mind bandwagon fans. I'm not trying to call you that. That because you know I get that you can buy it honestly, but nothing bothers me more than like when when Houston fans try to like basketball explain stuff to me. I was like, you started watching last year. Shut your face. It's like yeah, yeah like I, I think Samson's a great coach. I get it, but yeah. like be be loyal to your team or stop watching you douchebags. Like that. That's like I always need to make it a point. Like, um. I became a Houston Texans fan because I was making bets while I was a waiter at 
uh, at a restaurant. Like I grew up in a football town and I didn't care about football. Only when I started making money on football, did I care. And then, yeah, uh, there's that. And then also like when we could even like tie this back, we could tie it back to wrestling. Uh, I, I started watching wrestling in the attitude era. I dropped off during, uh, like most of the PG era and, um, uh, what you call it? Ruthless aggression, but I'm not going to be here. Be like, I was a fan the entire time. Yeah. No, like I, I'm just, I was just curious. I, uh, I said this because every Houston fan I've ever bumped into, yeah. it's like, it wasn't a fan when they were in. Well, I'll, I'll, leave, I'll even tell you, I'll tell you this. Like, I wasn't a huge like Cougars basketball fan. I of course I was a like Cougars uh, football fan because Case Keenum. Oh my gosh! Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's like any any Texas team except for the Texas Rangers and the Oilers. The Oilers. Don't don't get me don't that get me game. started. That don't get me started. Don't, so I know. Don't get me started on that. Don't get me started on that, man. Ron, I'm sound to poke the bear here. No, no yeah, you're 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 poking the bear, and I kind of want to no, pivot. No, no. I really want to pivot the, right now. It's... The best thing ever. Someone said, "Dang, this this game really just highlighted something about the Texans about how petty they were." And the person was like, "What do you mean?" I was like, "Well, they had the Houston Oilers." And then they lost those to the Tennessee, Tennessee, who then dropped that for the Titans. So when they were like, Houston, we're going to give you another team. What are you going to call it? Texans. Dare one of y'all to take this. Yes. <laughs> yes, Fair. that's so true. Fair. Yeah, uh, Will Will Levis is not doing too bad. Like, he's had a couple like good games, but I don't know. We'll see what happens. Seeing as how we have like who I think is going to be a uh, rookie player of the year, and uh, CJ Stroud, he is him. He is him. He is him. I mean, have you watched CJ Stroud? Yeah, he's impressive. Impressive. He's, he's, he's an okay guy. Guy. He can do things with that that ball. Yeah, he he could slang it. He cost me. Like two weeks ago, <laughs> I can see, I can see the bitterness in Ace voice to be like, "No, yeah. I can't respect him." Awesome. Well, that's me. why that that's that's why I didn't bring up Derrick Henry last. It week. was week. It was week nine where I was like, "I got this," because the original projection was like one fifty two to one nineteen. Yeah, CJ Stroud was slated to get thirty three points, got seventy eight points. Yeah, no, that game was, that so game was, was real. Just, so when you say CJ Stroud, I'm just like, yeah, dude, CJ CJ Stroud, great. You know who else? You know who else is really good at like sports stuff? Me. You know who's like undefeated in the basketball league? This guy. Well, Jake's oh, pivot. Yeah, yeah, I was not <laughs> expecting. Ron, no, Ron, no, Ron. I, I I appreciate Jake. Let's let's let him let's let him sauce it up. Let him Ron, Ron, speaking of which, um, I, I I don't know this. You seem to be the uh, the historian of the podcast. This year, who has the most successful retains? Oh, I mean, without a doubt, that's you. That's what I thought. That's what I thought. I was coming on here. I was wondering. I was like, I wonder if if I retained the most this year. I, I, I think uh, yeah. I think that's now, honestly, it's. I don't think it's close. I think Ace and I would both have to get like seven or eight title defenses in order to match you. Because I just want 
to point out that around eh, March, April, I believe it was you, Ron, that came onto this podcast after you retained once and then lost it to Ace and won it back and told me I was irrelevant on this podcast as far as pickums <laughs> because for three months I haven't won the title yet. And even though I had the most title reigns and the longest title reigns, that I was irrelevant now. And I now have had on something. I now yes. have three months of a title reign going into Survivor Series. And I don't know, Ron. I think, if I'm not mistaken, when you call me irrelevant, I think I said, I my record stacks so high above both you and Ace that I would let y'all have a year of having championships, and then I will just come in and start winning when I want to. I mean, and yeah, you, you are definitely Roman Reigns in it. I was about to say, you're bragging that you're Roman Reigns-ing it. I mean, yeah. just think about how many times he's, like, defended, but this is the first time he's actually showed up. But, 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 but let's just... I don't, let's, I don't, let's say, I don't think that's actually a good bet, because I think Roman's only defended it, like, what, like, 14 times this whole Ele- year? No, 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 uh, 11. <laughs> 11. It was, like, a tiny, tiny number. Yeah, because uh, 2022, he wrestled about 52 matches, uh, and then in 2023, he's only wrestled 11. I mean, that dude's not even going to be at Survivor Series. That's crazy. Yeah. No. Well, I was about to say none of the bloodline, but... Yeah, I mean, there's... I, I, I don't know. It's like, don't you miss the days where it was like, you, you see someone... days. <laughs> where, where a guy just, like, he defends his title, and then there's, like, a quick turnaround? Yeah, I know. Like, it's like the next match would happen, like, almost, like, right after it, it finished. Like Yeah, just, like, you, you see a... Maybe not a second. Uh, you know, like, second. Like 60 seconds maybe after? Think yeah, just about, yeah. Yeah, I would say about a minute or so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it'd be a quick minute. This is the quick pop quick minute. This is a quick pop quick minute. Wait, can we stop, can we stop the music? Can we stop the music real quick? No, no, let's... Yeah. Jake, I am so glad you're back. Okay, let's restart it. This is a quick pop quick minute. <laughs> Okay, this is the Quick Pop Quick Minutes. It's time to get out the wrestling news that we are primary to cover in the current episode. This is the current episode of Quick Pop Quick Minutes topics that we are currently covering. The topics in the Quick Pop Quick Minute will only be covered in the Quick Pop Quick Minute. In the Quick Pop Quick Minute topics are not in the Quick Pop Topics for the Quick Pop Podcast. So here's the Quick Pop Quick Minutes topics for the Quick Pop Quick Minute or the Quick Pop Podcast. I'm actually going to combine stuff from <laughs> last week, so it's not it's not going to be quick. <laughs> Oh, that's a mouthful. The longer minute. Yeah, it's 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 a quick pop, like it's three a, minutes or something like NFL that now. It's one minute to go in the fourth quarter. Man. Yeah, and it takes like five minutes and timeouts and whatnot. Okay, here we go. <laughs> Can we replay the music? Why not get it? Okay, all right, all right, we're good, we're good. We're good. <laughs> <Let's>... <laughs> <clears throat> Which I was, before you even start, I just want to point out that I've been listening to all the episodes I haven't been on. Why is it the one that I come in, the quick pop quick minute, is like the most off the rails one ever? Because we were supposed to do it last week, and then you didn't show, and then there were some really dumb technical difficulties that made me yeah, not so, show. No, like... like, Jake, this one's a really long one. Like, okay. you, you're not seeing this. Okay, so can we play the music one more time? 
Okay, so quick pop, quick minutes. It's time to get out the wrestling news that we're on probably coming in the current episode. I'm going to skip all the rest of that and I'm going to go straight to it. AEW decided to team up with Sega and Ryokoku Studios as recent advertising the newest release, Like a Dragon Gaiden, The Man Who Erased His Name, a story about the famous and legendary Tojo Clan fourth chairman and orphanage operator, Cosmo Kiryu, forsaking his name to save those that he cares about. Like a Dragon Gaiden, A Man Who Erased His Name, serves a story between the last release, Yakuza Like a Dragon, and the upcoming game in the series. Like a Dragon Infinite Wealth. They had a Like a Dragon guide in the man who erased his name street fight between the eventual victors, Kenny Omega, Chris Jericho, Paul White, and Kota Ibushi as the Golden Dragons of Dojima, defeating those of the dastardly Don Callis family. Remember, Like a Dragon, the man who erased his name is currently out on console, PC, as well as Xbox Game Pass. Rumors on the divorce of Charlotte Flair and Andrea L. Idolo have been put to rest. Fueled by the ring emoji missing on Charlotte Flair's Instagram account, social media made speculations on the dissolution of marriage between the queen and the ungovernable one. They were last sighted together at Disney. Why am I reporting about this now? Well, I'm tired. Brogan Finley, Jay Malachi, and Maddie Renkowski have been spotted at the WWE Performance Center in Orlando, Florida. There were some notable names from the last batch of WWE PC tryouts, and it seems like they have now uh, scored a de- developmental deal with the WWE. I am so tired. <laughs> um, Maxwell Jacob Friedman is not only just a generational talent that currently holds the AEW World Heavyweight Championship and one half of the ROH Tag Team Championships, but he is also an executive producer. As seen on a new movie poster from A24's The Iron Claw, a movie about the Von Erich family, he is listed on the bottom as an executive producer role. It is also known that he has a small part in the movie as a member of the Von Erich family. WWE's Rey Mysterio's cartoon show is coming soon to both Cartoon Network and HBO Max, now called Max. New Japan Pro Wrestling's English commentator Kevin Kelly has finished his tenure with New Japan Pro Wrestling and will not be calling Wrestle Kingdom in 2024 as originally planned due to family commitments. Kevin Kelly has appeared as a commentator on AEW's Collision in previous months. And lastly, Billy Corrigan's CW fate has been decided this week after their cocaine incident at their NWA Samhain pay-per-view. Originally slated to have NWA Power on CW programming, NWA Power is now going to be exclusively on the CW app, leaving room for the CW to exclusively air on television programming NXT. And that was your Quick Pop Quick Minute. It's a quick pop, quick weird. Uh, <laughs> uh, gosh, you know, no, that was that was that's two quick pop, quick minutes. The quick pop two minute. That was that was the that was the two minute drill. That was yeah, that was a two minute drill. May uh, currently made famous by uh, C.J. Stroud. Uh, he is him, Houston Texans number seven. <laughs> Good stuff. Good stuff. Yeah. Y'all, y'all, y'all want to just talk about full gear? Like, let's not even like mess around with the segue. You want to talk about full gear? I really want to talk about full gear. I mean, I keep it, keep in gear. keep in mind there's still some other stuff to talk about, but we can talk about full gear just a little bit, right? I feel like I feel like it's the it's look. Let's give full gear its time because next week it'll go to a Survivor, so it it seems so, fair. Yeah, I want to start off by saying this. I understand that AW has now added a December pay per view at um, World or at World's End, uh, Pirates of the Caribbean. Yes, exactly. Uh, yeah. With the uh, with the uh, the Black Pearl uh, death match that's going to happen. Um, Black Black Pearl with Black uh, Blackpool Combat Club and the House of Black in, in a right. blackout match. 
Yes, yes, yes. With Jack Sparrow. Um, but David Jones made an appearance. Um, anyway, I think AEW in the year of 2023 has not missed on pay-per-views. I think everyone has been spectacular. Are we only counting like true pay-per-views and not like special dynamites? Yeah, no, no I think we're, we're just... Okay, we're, we're, going, that, we're going, we're going to pay. That, that would change things. We're, I just, we're going I'm to pay. We're going to papes. Okay. Not that uh, I think that that, that would change that, things. All that. Yeah. That's fine. I, I just wanted to like know where our baseline was. No, I just, I think that they have not missed. Um, and it's a d- debate for another day, but I think whereas there has been, um, debate on whether or not AEW weekly programming is good, bad, or indifferent. I think they make up for it with their pay-per-views, whereas I feel in 2023, WWE has had great weeklies and has fallen on their face on most of their pay-per-views. But that is a debate. That is a debate for another day. We can have that debate because, trust me, we can we can get into it on an episode. Yeah, It's been I, a while since I, we had a town hall meeting. I'm yeah. mostly on your yeah. side with that, but there would be some parts where I would be like, ah. in, in fact, I'm just going to, once again, uh, debate for another time. I would love to have a town hall meeting because there have been a lot of stuff that y'all been discussing these last few weeks <laughs> that I won't say that I necessarily 100% disagree with, but I <laughs> think that y'all have been painting things in a have, negative light. I have... <laughs> I can, I'm gonna need some some clarity. We don't have to go deep on it, but I'm gonna need a little clarity. <laughs> oh, what have y'all been talking about? Like what you have a problem with? Oh, I mean, I have a few notes, but one uh, I will debate y'all all day um, on AEW's women division. Oh, oh that went that yeah, that's okay. That would have to be its own episode. Yeah, yeah. I'm See, that, I'm ready. I am ready to debate that to the moon. Yeah, no, that's going to have to be its own I, I don't episode. disagree with y'all on everything. I just think that there are some points that y'all are y'all are painting a black and white picture, and I think there's a lot of grays. Um, yeah, I think there's a lot of grays with the AW women's division. I'm not saying they're perfect, but I'm saying that you guys and parts of the internet are just jumping on them, and I think y'all, y'all are not looking at the whole spectrum. Or maybe you well, guys are, and we will have that debate. Have you opened that uh, Excel spreadsheet uh, about the women's matches recently? Uh, yes, how you've uh, set up like how many women's matches are where and how you know how few and far between there are. Yeah, yeah, uh, but also I've updated it. Um, I think. Oh, within I haven't seen the update. No. Oh, it's worse than I thought. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll discuss. We'll discuss. No, so, guys, if I can start to more. continuously be back on yeah. here again, uh, yeah, we like, need it's, to have it's a lot of discussion episodes. But it's for another time. But I mean. <laughs> Let's. I, I'm just Ron, gonna throw. I'm Ron, gonna throw out this stat. Ron basically went down the U.S. Army wiki and was like, "I shouldn't have done this." Yeah, no, technically. And the thing is that I even added Ring of Honor to see if uh, my opinion oh, would change God. on AEW. Since uh, since I am, uh, I'm so okay. So when you initially looked at it, I only did WWE and AEW, and then I was like, "Well, NXT is cooking with the women," so I wanted to see. That what they're doing with that, but then I was like, it's kind of unfair that I'm gonna put all these three under like a separate light when compared to AEW. So let's throw in Ring of Honor into it and then even it out. And uh, I don't it know. Did not. It, it's it's rough, man. It's it's rough. 
but yeah, no, no, we'll, we'll definitely, can we, like, let's just, for sure, can we have an episode dedicated to the women's wrestling problem? Yes, but okay. it's going to have to be in two weeks, because I don't know if we could combine that. Oh, no, that's fine, that's fine. big four from this weekend. No, that's absolutely fine. I've been thinking of also episode ideas. Uh, I know this could be an off-air thing, but I'll do it uh, while I've been out. So let's just, uh, in our group chat after this, start throwing out ideas, and we can kind of move them around and plan them for certain weeks. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Uh, I'm, anyway, I'm so down. So, but full gear, let, let's, let's, let's give AEW their due. Like I said, I think this was another home run. Um, mm. you, don't, you don't think it was oh, a home run? Oh, here we go already. <laughs> I disagree. I disagree. I think it's honestly like one. I think it's like one of their. uh, It was still a good pay per view. It was a very good pay. What? Let me open the balls. Oh yeah. All right. Uh, Please open that. Yeah. Open that balls energy. Uh, Remember, uh, balls guarana. uh, It is a light, refreshing mouthfeel for you and yours. And you could go to uh, balls.com. Use the uh, shop.balls.com. Uh, use the keyword quick pop to get free shipping on your order of uh, balls, uh, light, refreshing mouthfeel soda. Okay, so we don't have to go match by match. Oh, right? no, no, no. No, we don't have. Like, I'm pretty sure that there are things that we can agree. And then there, I, yeah. I think there might be some that we could completely disagree I, on. I want to know this then, Ron. Okay. What, what, uh, we'll get into high spots that mean you can gush after it later. What were your low spots? Half of the uh, ladder match. Half of the ladder match. Okay. I will agree that the ladder match was uh, one of the weaker matches on the card. I can agree with that 100%. Um, like, like, okay, so the first half of that match, I was bored, and it looked like some of the, some of the talent were not, like, there was, like, a lack of chemistry uh, when it came to yeah. ladders. Yes, it, it seemed like halfway through, um, it's like I don't know if they got more used to being in a ladder match, or maybe if like the back the, half the of two the, the two talent that out. was like really glaring was Rush and uh, Jalistico. Like they yeah. haven't been in a ladder match in God knows how long. Yeah, no, you're you're right. Like they they looked a little lost, and like there was even times that some of the spots that are like a Dax or something would do. Mm-hmm. Uh, and oh, it looks so corny. It looked corny. Yes. Yes. Like, like it, it felt to me like the first half of the match, they were like, they, it, it, it seemed like they had spots planned, like leading towards mm-hmm. the end, like the second half. And the first half was just the, ah, let's go out there, start to brawl, and we'll just do a bunch of ladder spots and stuff. And mm-hmm. then once we get to a certain point, okay, then this is the series of events that will happen. I, I will tell you this the moment that it, it actually kicked and started becoming something that was watchable. Uh, was when uh, Malachi Black did the slingshot with the uh, ladder. Yes, that was like yeah, one of the most good. unique things I've I've seen in a match in a long time. Agreed, agreed. Um, okay, so what's another weak point for you of the pay per view? The main event. Okay, mm-hmm. I knew you were about to say that. I you know what? I didn't that. even. I didn't even watch this because I was busy, didn't really get to watch it, only had to go out and watch highlights. And even I'm like, oh, you know what? I know exactly what you're going to talk about. <laughs> so, okay, Ron, Ron, I will give you the floor and then I will rebuttal the fuck out of it. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. then, welcome, welcome back, Jake. <laughs> I, I'm going to have to also rebuttal the rebuttal. Okay. So, 
it, it's honestly not much. I just when you have talent like MJF and Jay White, there is a certain expectation. And watching this be the main event, just it felt out of place. It felt, as many people have t- talked about, very overproduced, uh, especially with Max coming back with his injury and then continuing to sell it and then doing super move and then continuing to sell it. Like, you could only do that for so long until it's like, okay, what's the point in doing this? Um, and things that like it's supposed to be a banger it's built to be a banger and it just felt very like the flow was off because instead of it being like a nice like rush like back and forth it just it had its abrupt stops and then they would go and then another abrupt stop so it's like you you get all this energy and then it just it drops down to the floor like the the flow of the match itself was not my cup of tea and uh, and we could even like throw this reminds me of something that vince mcmahon would like in when he uh was in charge of wwe this felt the most like a sports entertainer match and it sucks it sucks because mjf and jay white that immediately like on paper that is that is potential for greatness and the fact that it came up short with it and the fact that there were some plenty other matches on that card that were really, really good. Um, I'm not saying that MJF and Jay White was bad, but as a main event, that's how you want to end uh, the pay per view. It, I was, and, and I don't even want to get into the fact that they did nothing with the whole devil mask and whatnot. Like that aside, it was okay. It wasn't great. It wasn't fantastic. It was just okay to me. Oh, my Lord. I could not disagree more. Um, but you're going to try. Every, yeah, I know, right? I, I'm excited. Uh, this is the reason why like, I love you, Jake. So, every, All right. Make me feel better. Thanks. Everything, <laughs> everything you just said, every reason you just said for why you hate it is why I love it. Um. This match was a throwback to like NWA matches. This match was uh, a freaking Flair Vader from uh, WCW, like uh, Slamboree, I believe it was. Um, like, I love the MJF gets hurt, gets in the ambulance, leaves, you know, screams at Cole, don't let them take my title away. Then you go to Jay White's getting handed the title. Adam Cole comes out and they're like, oh, we're going to uh, throw it away. And I know, like you said, no devil stuff happened. Uh, I. If you're not going to reveal the devil that night, don't do anything with them. I, 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 I go back. I think they should I, either reveal it or do nothing. And they did nothing, which I think was the right call. Mm-hmm. But so then you get into the match. Adam Cole comes out and you're like, oh, holy crap. This is actually happening. Right. So then you're running through all the scenarios of like, oh, OK. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Devil. Hold on just a second. I do want to make yeah. this point. I do want to make this yeah. point. And I would be remiss if I didn't bring this up. I loved it. Back in the day when Stone Cold used to do that, that he would like leave to go to the nearest medical facility and he would just come back and just like just be pumped on adrenaline and and have the comeback of the century and then just wear himself out. I wish I had seen that. Okay, I'll I'll let I'll let it go back to you now. 
But anyway, so then we think that Jim, she stole the ambulance. He comes back, and you have the match. And, okay, the match was stop and go. Here is my problem, and not with you, Ron, but with things that I've seen on the internet of why people didn't like this match is because they're like, oh, it was stop and go. Oh, it was just like all storytelling, no wrestling. Oh, this, that, and the other. Didn't we all agree last we, we year? Lo- we love Reigns? the bloodline, yeah. That's what, that's what I was about to say. We all agreed last year that Roman Reigns was the shit. We all agreed that his slow play pace, storyline stuff matches was all awesome. But now that they do it, it sucks now? No. Like, you you came up with good reasons of why you didn't like it, but people just act, just literally saying the things we praised Roman Reigns for is the things you're going to hate on this match for? Go screw yourselves. Yeah, like, I don't think that's fair. I don't think yeah, that's fair. We can't say Roman Reigns is, is a god for doing what he does, but then when AEW does a similar thing, as well as Roman Reigns did, then uh, then it's stupid. That's dumb. Um, I love the slow pacing of it because you're having to sell the injury. I love the big moves. The crazy spot where the table broke and MJF still jumped outside the ring and elbow dropped Jay White, that was crazy. Oh, oh the cutter. The cutter from the apron. The cutter from the apron was crazy. Um, But anyway, going back to the storytelling, I loved that they gave time and time again where Adam Cole could have been the devil and um, Adam Cole literally was doing everything that would have been karma for MJF. Adam Cole had the towel in his hand. MJF threw in the towel to cost Cody the title and that. And so it was like, is he going to throw it in? Adam Cole then uh, gets the title. Um, the title, I, I forget who it was that uh, MJF was ringside for, but MJF hit someone with the title to cost them the match. Um, Adam Cole puts the ring on the apron, just like Wardlow did in Punk uh, uh, MJF dog collar match. Like, time and time, everything Adam Cole was doing was things that MJF had done throughout his AEW career that like if this would have been the thing that screwed him over would have been just karma and i love that they kept doing that over and over again all these karma moments with adam cole of it's like oh this is the thing that's going to lose and it's because of adam cole it's because you know he's the guy and then no none of the, the that karma happened mjf retains the title him and adam cole are friends now when we go into Wednesday, um, MJF is the longest reigning champion, but we still don't know who the devil is. You know, I'm glad that you brought that up because that was one of the things I really liked about that match. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The yeah. storytelling but, was there, but my my qualm was definitely with the actual pacing of the match. But, I mean, it just wasn't my cup of tea. It was definitely your cup of tea. It, that's, yeah, that's fine. Like, yeah. I, I don't think it was match of the night by any stretch. But Ooh, yeah. and, I do, and I do agree that it was paced slowly, but it's one of those matches that I felt needed to be paced slowly. Plus, by pacing that match slowly and by making that match all storytelling, it made it stand out. Especially standing out from this is the segue, guys. What I think me and you are both are going to agree is match of the night. Wait, wait, wait. I think Ace had something to say about the. Oh, well, yeah, that's right. Ace wanted to rebuttal about yeah. the rebuttal. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Ace. Yeah, rebuttal no, about the rebuttal. No, because uh, Ron brought it up that like, uh, uh, well, he kind of brought it up when we brought brought up the similarities to uh, to like the bloodline and Roman Reigns and everything. I'm kind of of the same feel, but not so much Roman Reigns. I'm worried that they're turning uh, MJF into like early thousands, mid thousands John Cena, where he's just invincible. Well, I mean, he's not as invincible as we think because I think he's going to be away for a little bit with a hip injury. 
would they say okay so what they said is he will still be on tv he just won't be wrestling for like i wouldn't be surprised if he's wrestling at the pay-per-view in december but from now till that pay-per-view he won't, won't will not wrestle um, because they said that like he's going to be on TV, that won't st- stop him from being a character on TV. He just won't be able to do be in ring because of whatever happened with his head. And like you said, those two bumps that he he did with the uh, the the table spot and oh, and by the way, can we just say that recovered it? What MJF yeah. did because yeah. like that table just like collapsed, like you could blow on it and it just fell. And instead of like just pivoting to something, he was like, you know what? Y'all are going to nope. appreciate this. I'm still going to do it, but I'm going to do it on the hard ground. And it was like, yep. you now you don't even talk about the table. It was like, did, did you see MJF just like elbow slam someone, not even on canvas, uh-huh. but on like the concrete? It's like, oh, yeah. whoa, okay. So to, to go back to Ace's point, I get why you would think that that, that is with the John Cena thing. But to me, he's less that, and he's more um, NWA Ric Flair. Because Ric Flair, when he w- when he actually was a good guy, they would always put him in these matches against these giants that he shouldn't beat, and he like finds a way, or like they like, or people beat Ric Flair up, and Ric Flair has to wrestle injured, and like he shouldn't be wrestling those matches and stuff. Like I think he's more so that. But I do get how there was a point in John Cena's career where he would do those injured matches as well, and it was like, no matter what, Super Cena wins. Well, I I think a lot of people's problem is more along the lines of, like, you know, oh, he's out. Like, he's gone, he's out. And then he returns, and then literally, against all odds, still wins. Like, at one point, it was like 3 or 4 v. 1, and he still won. I mean, to all those people, I would say this. Going into that pay-per-view, did you actually think Jay White was walking out with the belt. Like the whole I did. I, I, did. I did. Really? I didn't. I didn't think he was walking out with the belt. But I don't know if I like the fact where, like, when the story says, like, "There's no way." Look, like he's got all this, and then he still does it. That does start to lean into the super scene. Well, the reason why I thought Jay White was going to win is not only did we have uh, one part of shenanigans with, of course, Bullet Club Gold, but we also had all the devil shenanigans uh, that. Even though they originally targeted Jay White, that it could have messed up MJF in a completely different aspect. So, yes, I just with the storyline of Jay White still in the title, I have never seen a wrestling storyline where a guy steals a title, you go into that match, and then then win it. Yes, I've never said that's never happened. And this whole storyline, I mean, that that could be something too. It's like it's never happened. So, I would love to see it. And I, I agree with that, but just this whole storyline felt old school wrestling to me. Right, a guy steals the title, everyone's running after the champion. The champion's back there's around the corner. The champion gets hurt against all odds, he wins, and now the champion has to fend off everybody else coming for this. this MJF is telling a very old territory type story. This yeah. is NWA. This is NWA. this is a WWF. This is this is old. Uh, Gotta add the triple dub. The triple dub. Yeah. 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 <laughs> this is old territory storylines, and that's the reason I like it. It's because in AEW, so many of these old school wrestling fans like crap on AEW, but then don't, aren't paying attention to the fact that MGF is doing an old old school story. Mm-hmm. Like MJ, like this story and that match just felt different than anything else AEW is currently doing, and I think for me, it stood out in a positive way. Yeah, but no, I, I agree. That being said, 
now that we've got our argument out, Ron, I still love you. and uh, I still I love you. Have... I, I mean, I... even though we had different viewpoints on this, yeah. we were able to agree that it was still a good match. You, yeah, you think it was a really great match, but, I mean, we're, we're not always going to be right. That's right. I mean, well, yeah. you're not. I, I'm mostly <laughs> Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, I'm a dick. Um, so, uh, Ron? You said it, not me. <laughs> Ron? Yeah, what's up? What was your favorite match of the night? Uh, my other favorite? Oh, actually, I had it as match match of the night. Um, the the vampire versus uh the the sweet homage to uh, Bray Wyatt. The vampire. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Cowboy. The vampire cowboy. Yeah. Um, that was so hard. I, Honestly, that was hard to watch for me. It was. Um, so I am watching uh, this at my house, mm-hmm. and my wife is taking care of my newborn son. Shout out, Jenna. Yo. Um, and. Right before he did the blood drinking spot, my mm-hmm. wife's looking and she goes, is he supposed to be bleeding that much? And I said, yeah, I think he comes himself deep. And then the blood drinking spot happened. And my yeah. wife just looked at me and goes, and this is enjoyable to you. <laughs> <laughs> she, she says that like she doesn't also watch it. Uh, she she tries not to, um, and and she does she does not like the bloody hardcore stuff usually. Like mm-hmm. she'll watch. She'll I watch mean that's bit. fair. Yeah, yeah, but like she was, and like every once in a while she like poke in. They do another spot, and my wife would just she looked horrified at this match. This match, like I'm gonna be real with you. It's like what the heck is this? Before I even got to watch the match, the first highlight I saw. I don't know. Maybe you guys saw it on uh, Twitter threads or Instagram. <laughs> I'm going to have to see if I can find it. But it's this guy who's watching the match on his TV and he's like recording himself. And he's just like, yeah, get that white boy. Beat him. Remember your ancestors. Remember what they did. Show him. And I was just like, dang, some, that, that's been building up. Yeah. <laughs> I, I have sure honestly not seen that. I have that. not seen that. I'm going to find that clip because it's a friend of mine shared it with yeah. me. But like, it was the kind of stuff where you're like, man, he's been holding on to that for a minute. Yeah. <laughs> but I just, I never thought I'd see an AEW match go that hard without John Moxley. Yeah. Yes. With John Moxley on the card. He is on Dude, the card. Dude, they outmoxed Mox. Mm-hmm. Um, like that which is impressive yes like that match was such old school ecw um there was just cringe spot after cringe spot like the cinder block the glass the staple um, gun the, oh my god the staple guns um when he the, had the barbed wire kids drawing to him oh yeah that was no okay the gnarly spot with i believe it was the barbed wire chair where uh pages on the buckle uh swerve yeah. got the chair and he hit him in the back but one of the one of the cords one of the barb cords actually pulled on adam's face when yes. when swerve pulled it back i was like dude this is this is really really tough to watch man he got, he got caught in his hair like it's it's a match it's like it's a match i would 
say go run out and see and it's also a match i'd be like i'm not sure if you should watch this maybe just watch the highlights so you understand what happened and also think think about this Uh, let's let's both of y'all both of y'all have children both y'all had kids uh this was the purest grudge match i have ever seen because uh not having the context of it swerve broke into adam page's house and uh was talking to his his child while he was still in the crib and that would just like that is like on site yes that is on site and it literally it played off his on site adam didn't have his uh intro or anything he just ran to beat some ass he was like all right we're doing this no, like there are very few matches that they can build to blood feuds that like I'm not gonna say they don't feel like blood feuds, but they just feel like a regular hardcore match. This match like felt like a blood feud. You once you saw the story and then like you said how the match started, you felt that okay, Hangman doesn't care if he wins this. He just wants to hurt this guy. Adam Page uh channeled his inner Eddie Kingston. It's like, yes. this was real to him. You broke into my house. I'm going to kill you. <laughs> yes. Yes. Like, oh, it was just, it was, yeah, it was beautiful and horrifying all at the same time. And also it told you that Adam Page enjoyed it. This was an Adam Page that we have not seen in a while. And this was something that Swerve had kept on alluding to and alluding to and alluding to. And so when uh, Paige started, like, drinking his blood and then he did the Triple H spot with it, I was like, oh, this is going to be sick. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, it, it was it was crazy. It was it was a crazy, crazy match. Yeah. I am, didn't think Swerve was winning. I'm glad they let Swerve win. I've been saying for a while I want Swerve to put, be pushed to the moon. Uh, it looks like they're finally doing it. And it looks like this match may have did a double fold where it's uh, pushed Swerve to the moon and has added another layer to the Hangman character. Yeah. Uh, My match of the night, hands down. And I think right now, out of all of AEW, this is, I want to say, I think fourth best match all time due to, uh, from, uh, what was that one website? Cage Fight? Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, ranked number four all time in any AEW match. Wow, that's that's crazy to think of. Well, like you, you just that. had to you you just had to think of how hot that story was, what things they did to get to that point, and then yeah. the payoff of it was even true. more sinister. True. True. Like we saw a Hangman get hanged. Yeah. That yeah. was, and I was like, okay. Yeah, no, it has to end here. This is this is too much. This is crazy. It was such a oh my god, such a great match, but it was so hard to watch. So, okay, so we all agree that one is awesome. Yeah, I want to do a quick run through Ron just because I'm curious. Y'all been talking about AW women and stuff like that, and yeah, 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 yeah. I'm just quick run through TBS title triple threat match. What'd you think? Loved it. Uh, so they I, they I they made Chris Statlander look like a boss uh, without actually like the fact that Julia Hart and Sky Blue had to defeat Chris Statlander the yeah. way they did. Chris Statlander is probably going to be in the uh, the uh, the world championship spots now. 
I think so too. See, I think they did a great job of doing two, like you said, twofold. You gave Julia Hart the title, which I think was the right move, Mm -hmm. but then you made Chris Statlander look like a beast. And so now moving forward, even if she goes after Julia Hart, it's like Julia Hart is now going to have to try to find a way to cheat and slay the beast. Mm -hmm. Or she can go to the world title now because she looks so strong in losing the TBS title. It was great. It was great. No, and um, that that was like I think that was like my third favorite match, honestly. Okay, yeah, no, I liked it too. Yeah. I really did. Yeah, um, time, Tony Storm, uh, uh, Sheeta. Uh, that was a little, that was a little too much for me. I think it was like okay. too gimmicky for me. I, I love, <laughs> I, I, but the thing is that it is supposed to be gimmicky because it's yeah. Tony Storm, and absolutely love what she's doing with that character. It sucks for Hikaru Shida, um, getting another yeah. short title reign. Uh, I agree, but. But if, if there's anyone, it, it was, if there was anyone that the belt had to like go to after Sheeta, it it had to have been Tony Storm because right now her character is red hot and, um, yeah. I think the only thing I really didn't like about that match is that, uh, Aubrey had like blindfolds on, uh, when it came to the uh the metal tray on so uh Tony's I... rear. <laughs> Okay, here's the one thing I will say about that. Uh-huh. And it's okay, everyone's like, oh, she was looking right at it. It, it messed up the ending. Well, it didn't it didn't it didn't mess up the ending, but it made it like, okay, what are we what are we doing? I mean, but here's the thing for me. Ron, how many times have you seen somebody put like any a metal anything on in their butt and smack somebody in the butt with it? No, no, I, I'm I'm not I'm not like just bashing that because I absolutely loved it. <laughs> but no, what I'm saying what I'm saying is no one ever does that. No, so no, no one ever. No one ever does. That, you're counting one, two, three. You're not you're not being like oh, I better look at her butt and see if there's anything there. You know, like you're not thinking that. So it makes perfect sense to me that she'd be counting three and that her eyes wouldn't dart over there because she wouldn't be thinking, oh, she has a metal trainer butt. Yeah. Like you know, it's it's one of those things that it's easy to be like, oh, she saw it, but then it's also like if you think about it, if you're not looking for something, it's easy to miss things, right? Like somebody could like have a a giant Where's Waldo in your room, like in the corner, yeah. and if you're just for your room to get something, you may not notice it because you're not looking for a Where's Waldo in your room. So here's something that, that I do want to see. Here's something I want to okay. see have like like in bigger matches she's going to put on like metal shorts or something or a metal like posterior plate i think that would be really funny i don't know i think it'd be really neat though just yeah. like one big one big rear plate <laughs> Oh Lord, but no, I love Tony. I'm so, yeah, so, so I, I'm I'm excited. I'm excited to see what Tony could do, but I'm also bummed about Hikari Shida. Agreed. Yeah. Okay, one more, one more, uh, just to uh, kind of test the water with you. Uh, Bucks versus Golden Jet. Didn't like it. So I like it. There was only I love it. It it felt out of place. I felt the buildup was very sudden. And you could tell that you had three spry individuals and a, and a Chris Jericho that is trying to do the most with what he can. Yeah. And Chris Jericho is doing great uh, with what he can do. Yeah. Yeah. Let's not. Yeah. I get what you're saying. When you put him in the ring with these three other people, even Jericho doing his best sometimes 
feels less than because yeah. of who, because of who is surrounding him. Right. Uh, I I like I liked it. I do agree with you. I think the buildup was too quick. Um, I, I I think sadly right now Kenny and the Bucks are one of the things I like the least about AEW because it felt like they started to do something then they just stopped and now they're trying to figure out what to do because it was like okay we did we got the elite back together we did blood and guts awesome well now there's this Don Callis family against Kenny okay cool but the Bucks are going for the tag titles okay but we just got the elite back and then Hangman's going to fight uh um. Swerve. It's like, I thought we just got the elite back together. Why are none of them helping each other? Well, now Jericho's helping him. Why is Jericho helping him? Okay, now they defeated the John Cow family. Now they're facing the Bucks because they're angry that Jericho's with Kenny. Well, why are they angry? They, they weren't helping Kenny. Kenny had to get help. The Bucks weren't helping him. Why are you upset that you didn't help him so he helped, so, so he found someone else? Like, it's it, it all just felt muddied and weird. Yeah. Um, but uh, I do like that Kenny and Jericho are going for the tag titles that that'll be interesting. And it seems like the bucks are taking time off mm-hmm. and the rumor is when they return, they're going to have kind of a new version of their character, yeah. which I think it is needed. Um, so I think they're going to be I mega heels when they come back too. I do too. Yeah. I, 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 think, I think they're, I, in all honesty, ever since the CM Punk thing, I have thought the Bucks needed to steer all the way into it. And I'm not saying, like, do a Vince McMahon corporation gimmick, but I think, like, they should be walking around like, we're the EVPs. And I think you should do stuff like, tonight you're facing th- this team. No, we're not. Yeah. What do you mean, no, we're not? We don't want to face them. We're not going to face them. We're, we're done tonight. We're, we're going home. What do you mean you're, you're going home? You're scheduled to have a match. Right, figure somebody else out, Tony. And, like, I think you need that, like, almost, like, what Shane McMahon could have been if you pushed it to the nth degree where he's the boss's son. So he thinks he can do whatever he right, wants. Right. They need to be that They need to be like, we're the EVPs. Uh, so we, we're, you know, we can pick who and what we do. Like Tony doesn't tell us what to do. We book us. Tony doesn't book us so, like that type of characters. I would, I would love that. Like actually have an authority figure because yes. I think that's one thing that they haven't had is an authority figure. Yeah. And yeah, since the whole CM Punk debacle, everything's been either okay or lukewarm to the Young Bucks. And as as much as they try to do something, everything it just it you don't have the magic there anymore. So yeah. create the magic, and Agreed. with the Young Bucks hopefully coming back with an entirely new gimmick, maybe they take they take a page from Jericho's book and we get suit heel suit heel bucks just the way like jericho did where everything that he said was quiet but precise like yeah. the best the best heel jericho ever hands down yeah i think it would yeah. be really neat i i i think so too i yeah no i think that them steering into the fact that we know they're evps but Punk said, like, oh, they're just these, like, whiny children. Cool. Come back and be the whiny brats. Be the people Which we that- did see. We did see at the end. Yeah. I think one of them almost clocked Aubrey, Aubrey Edwards with one of their shoes. Yeah, yeah. Like, I just, I want, like, whiny, um, like, like, even go after, like, if, like, 
uh so like show like have like maybe a scene where like you show them like the lineup for tonight right we're not doing that match no one wants to see that change it to this match and stuff like you know and stuff like that Mm -hmm. and like make it like the match they're changing it to be like a bad match on purpose so like yeah it's it's like they are they are like they don't know what they're doing stuff like you know and stuff like that and they would just piss people off because oh we we were gonna get this match but now we're getting this screw you you know and just do stuff like that Mm -hmm. like just make them horrible bratty um, like you said, uh, like, um, uh, empowered f- f- figures, like, the, yeah. you know, uh, manager or something, but they also wrestle like, you know, like they right. can still wrestle or if they want to take like time off from the ring, just make them like figureheads, just make them authority figures. Yeah. Like because AW, I understand why you didn't want to do it at first. You've been here long enough, you know, like you can, you can do an authority figure thing now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm yeah. Um, but yeah, no, fall uh full gear was I would say the worst of all their pay-per-views this year, but it was still a good one. It it, it it's just it's yeah. It it misses it missed the mark on me uh quite a few times. Well that's okay. Yeah. I mean it I, I totally disagree with you on the MGF match, but everything else I, I can I can see your point. Yeah, no, no, I feel, I, yeah, no, I appreciate you. I appreciate you a whole lot. <laughs> I appreciate you too, Ron. Yeah. Ace, do you appreciate Ron? Well, I did until he, you know, really gummed up uh, you returning, and I'm just like, all right, cool. I guess I, I wasn't here or anything. Um, no, you got the same treatment when you came back. I never left. <laughs> oh, <laughs> we're about to find that out after I <laughs> finish that other spreadsheet. That is not true at all. I never left for more than two weeks. That may be. I don't know about that, Chief. When when did I leave for more than two weeks? I don't know. I got to find out whenever I. I know you don't know because it doesn't exist. (laughs) Wait till I get the spreadsheet done. We'll see what happens. I don't have to. Stop, I was, stop I was find things about you guys. Yeah, I, I love spreadsheets. You have no idea. Or actually, y'all do have an idea. But still. I do have a very strong idea. Okay, I want to ask you this. Uh, since we're we're probably getting around that time. Oh, we've been there. What do you think about AEW counter-programming WWE uh, this weekend? Both sides do it. I'm, do- I'm <laughs> done arguing it. Both sides do it. I am curious if it's a Tony decision or if it's it's a a, Warner Brothers decision. Yes, because it came so last second. Yeah, it came in uh, today. Yeah, exactly. See, to me, like if Tony would have made this decision, since because they knew Survivor Series was this weekend, so if he would have did it, I just feel like he would have announced it Wednesday on one of their shows. To be like, yeah, guys, this Saturday we're doing a special three-hour thing, and we're gonna have this match and this, you know. Wait, isn't but, it? I'm, I'm just like, today's Wednesday, isn't it? Yes. Oh, okay. All right. Wait, uh, today's Wednesday. Yeah, today's Wednesday. I mean, I, I guess they could use today. I guess they could use tonight to hype it up. It's just, it just feels last second, and it, it, it feels like he would have tried to hype this up a week or two or something. Yeah. You know. So, like, uh, but, so what Tony Khan is doing, or not Tony Khan, or what? AW is doing is that they're going to air Rampage and Collision in a three-hour block to compete with uh, Survivor Series on Saturday. So originally, we're, it was only going to be Collision that's going to 
uh, compete with Survivor Series, but I don't know why he's moving Rampage to do it. That seems a little off for me. That's what makes me think it may be uh, Warner Brothers is because Rampage would be on Friday. Mm-hmm. So it would just be that, like, there's a, a, a game or something on Friday. And but there's just... there's no playoff sports that are happening right now, but, as far I mean, as I still, know. There should, still could be hockey or basketball, and it could be, like, they have to do it contractually, you know? Yeah. Uh, uh, it's one of those things where, like, I don't – it's hard to say either way because either way, you're, it's like you're picking a side. Mm-hmm. In, a, in some degree, you're picking a side by saying, like, they are or they ain't. But I will say, with like you said, if this wasn't, like, if this was planned, I feel like we would have heard about it way sooner. Mm-hmm. Because we didn't, because it does feel last minute, I'm with you that, like, somebody told him to do this. Yeah. I don't know. I, I have no idea. Seems kind of very, very last minute. So you're probably right that it wasn't a Tony decision, but it was the network decision to do it. It's hard to say, and we'll never actually know. But I will say this, though. Yeah, unless Tony comes out and full on is just like, that's right, I, and we're just, everyone's just like, oh, geez. Yeah, I think we're, we're missing the cocaine fuel tweets. So this might not be his idea. <laughs> no, no. I, I, my, I have a question. Did you, did you stick around long enough? Uh, that collision in Memphis. Did you stick around long enough to at least see like Tony pop out between uh, Battle of the Belts and the ROH taping? I did. Okay. Can you agree that he didn't step out? That he apparated? Dude, like I was looking towards the screen. So I was like, oh, Tony's probably going to come out. And then I just heard words and he was just there. And I was like, what? there's an entrance. There's an entrance way. Where did you come from? Yeah. That's why I'm saying like that man appeared. Oh, yeah. No, I know. I've been to two AEW shows. He just he pops out of nowhere. I also want y'all to know about that AEW show that um, Ryan Danielson kicked uh, Andrade's head in a third time because I told him to do it. Nice. And I told uh, Jeff Jarrett, uh, I asked him why he looks like Colonel Sanders now. He's <laughs> not happy about it. <laughs> nice. I love that. So I guess that's the show. That is the show. Oh, that's the show? Yeah. <sighs> we made it. We did. We did it, guys. So, uh, what now? Yeah, let's do it. Happy Thanksgiving, everyone. See you next time. Oh, now I want Thanksgiving, like right now. Oh, this, uh, this turkey's pretty good. Jake did it? Oh, that's so good. Jake, you just impress me more and more every day. Yeah, Jake's back. Like, Jake could dress up as the gobbledygooker, beat Undertaker's streak, and I would still be okay with him. Challenge accepted. Thanks, Obama.
Make sure that you're following us on all of our social medias, including Twitter at Quick Pop Cast, Facebook at the Quick Pop Podcast, and Instagram as well at the Quick Pop Podcast. Any of those are great ways to reach out to the host of the show, and we'd love to talk to you as well. We are constantly speaking on current events and would love to hear your opinions on stuff too. So get in touch with us today. <laughs>